Hello and welcome to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason and with me on the opposite side of the monitor is Nick Bassett. Hello through the ether and screens and other side of Brisbane. Through the internet that's powered by the uh, electricity that's not being generated from the generator that's not coming from fossil fuels. Is that right? Or have I got that wrong? I don't know. Who knows? It might be from solar today. Where's Kit? Is that two Where weeks in a Kit? row? Two weeks. Oh, oh. God. We've got to stop paying the man. I know. Thinks he's the big man because he's done all these NRL jerseys. <laughs> <sighs> Insane that. We're not paying him at all. So what does it matter? <laughs> Speaking of, we should probably look at getting a Patreon locked in, right? He should pay us for the privilege now that we're doing bloody all this without him. <laughs> he should. He should be paying yeah. us. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> why don't we put a poll up? Put a poll up on uh, Instagram this week. Um, should should Kit uh, fund fund our Patreon or or be the first um, subscriber Donator. to our Patreon? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he he's not here, so we will soldier on without him. If you would like to keep up with the, thank you. If you would like to keep up with the visual references in today's show, you can by following the links in the podcast apps episode description. Otherwise, follow us via Instagram at Field of Design Podcast for highlights from the show. You can annoy us. Uh, you can annoy Nick, myself, or Kit if he's around um, by getting in touch via Instagram or via email at Field of Design Podcast at Gmail Com. The fans never annoy me, Mason. Oh, look at you. I'm here for them. Uh, I must admit, struggling a little bit to respond to some messages at the moment. Um, definitely been hit for six. I don't know about you, mate, but uh, the last, <laughs> geez, seven days has just been a bit full on. So apologies if there's any messages coming through that we haven't responded to. We will we will get back to them. Um, Anything that, you can... Anything you can share with us? What have you been working on? Uh, oh, geez. Okay. Um, trying to... Oh, I have been having a little bit of a um, back and forth with a governing body around the sizing of names on the back of a, uh, jerseys. Um, <laughs> I've had to worry so, about some guidelines on some not jerseys as well. Is that right? Some not jerseys for you. That's interesting. That's a bit yeah. of a change, a switch, switch of roles, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going back to my roots, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's been really fun. Um, side note for anyone out there who writes brand guidelines, which I know will be no one here because anyone who listens here is on our side of the fence, right? But if you're going to implement these type of rules, 101 is you've got to standardize your font across your league. So volleyball, whatever, netball, soccer, I don't care, whatever sport you are, if you want to standardize that stuff, um, you've got to set a standard font so that you've got parameters that you can work around. You can't be setting a max height and a max width on names, particularly with, you know, the length that some names go to these days, hyphenated ones anyway, um, and, you know, trying to fit that in. The whole purpose of having brand guidelines is, well, particularly for names, is legibility, right? Um, and so if we're having to scale things or squish things or stretch things, you're losing your legibility. So 
there's one nightmare that I've been working on. Um, so yeah, what what about what about you? Anything else interesting? Uh, yeah, we're just top dogs. Everything from hey. 2023. Fire out! Who's this ring, guy? Ring a ding ding, make way for the king. <laughs> Look out! Ooh. Someone oh. just rocks up. I just had 20 chicken wings. What time is, is this, mate? Is your throne uh, comfortable? I might need to duck off to the throne after those <laughs> 20 chicken wings. Two times in one week. Oh, fuck. Wow. Anyway, where were we? Uh, we just wrapped up, actually. You've missed it all, so. Let's Wait, call me it. out of you. <laughs> no. See you no, next we'll... week, mate. <laughs> we'll... We were stuffing around uh, with a few things, show notes and prepping for some logistical stuff for future episodes, actually. So we were, we we're just about to jump into the news, but I know you're a big fan of the news. So we'll um, we'll get through it eh? and then talk about the, the more interesting, serious stuff. Uh, so sorry, Nick, just before we did that, was there anything that you did mention that you're working on? Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, we've been looking at a few more jerseys for next year, the special round stuff. and then. 2024 is starting to come up as well. So, jeez, it's been busy. He's been telling me I haven't been busy enough. So, uh, we'll see. The ball, ball and chain. Uh, all right. Utes honor fallen teammates Jordan Lowe with, uh, sorry, Jordan and Lowe with custom hand painted helmets. Uh, the Utah Utes are honoring a pair of fallen teammates in an incredibly unique way for this year's game against the USC Trojans, revealing custom hand-painted helmets to honor Aaron Lowe and Ty Jordan, who died within a year of each other. That is via KUTV.com. Um, I had seen the um, the helmets. Actually, they, they weren't too bad. Let's see if I can pull them up now. Oh, the detail in them is crazy, there. isn't it? It's like hand painted imagery of each player on each side, and yeah, intense, um, intense artwork. I haven't been able to pull it up there, but yeah, I did have it. Have it all. It was what what you would imagine is like what your your, your spray painted cars are, right? Like those fully detailed ones. It was really Airbrush, impressive, yeah, sort of thing. Airbrush, thank you. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, switching over now, this is from iscsport.com. Introducing ISC Footwear, the next evolution of ISC Sport. Developed on ISC's legacy of high-quality performance apparel, ISC Footwear is the next stage of brand evolution, bringing together globally renowned Ned brands and well-researched products across a range of price points and exclusive offers, all in one convenient destination. Jesus, is this an ad read or something? Um, pretty much, look, the link's there, but ISC's jumping into the footwear market, so that's interesting. Will anyone see that one coming? They've partnered with someone. It's not like they're, uh, I don't think they're creating shoes. Yeah, partnered with Sorconi. So um, there you go. Founded in 1898, one of the oldest shoe brands in the world. So okay, should have just jumped to the second paragraph of that show, show reel and uh, news reel. Then, um, yeah, okay. So, geez, a little bit too late, maybe, or are they just, why would I see me doing that? Do you reckon just trying to get into another market or? trying to get back into the pro space a little bit and looking for more opportunities to um, upsell. Trying to compete with sketches who will be doing Hawthorne's gear apparently. Yeah. <laughs> great little um, great little setup for you there. This Thank is you. from hullfc.com. So Hull FC have unveiled their 2023 third jersey inspired by a tradition that goes back centuries. 
the early birds have taken inspiration from the annual Hull Fair neighbours on Walton Street designing a bright and bold third shirt that will be worn at the 2023 Magic Weekend. Fans? Is this jersey of the year? It's got to be up there, right? This is brilliant. Got to be up there. So Uh, much detail in it. Yeah, certainly up there with a few of our others, um, which is a good opportunity to plug the Field of Design Awards coming to you at the end of the season, the podcasting season. So um, start thinking, guys, because we'll be reaching out to you pretty soon for your thoughts. Um, Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. It's got that bus seat element, which I think one of our um, listeners did message in and say. It's got that bus seat theme. Um, But, yeah, I'm a sucker for that neon-type look, that that colouring as well, so it's good. Yeah, I know you're a fan of the Neon 2 kit, so not surprised we're all on, on board with this one. Yeah, I'd probably have a bit more to say, but I'm just trying to digest these chicken wings. But, yeah, I really like it. I really like it. Can you just mute your mic while you're burping, please, because it's coming through. Mm. You're lucky <laughs> the smell's not coming through. <laughs> This is from hullkr.co.uk, inspired by the heroes of 1983. Hull KR's first of our two 2023 alternative shirts is out now. This is the Queensland Victory-inspired 2023 alternative shirt. October 16th, 2023 marked the 40th anniversary of one of our greatest triumphs, an 8-6 victory against the Australian state champions, Queensland, against all the odds, exclamation mark. Against all the odds. Yeah, it's not a bad kit. I always like the colouring with the maroon and that sort of sand gold. Um, I think the the neckline's a little bit lazy, but... Um, yeah, the cut those colors always make for a good looking jersey. Mm-hmm. Were we in full Origin swing by then? It was 1980, right? That's when Origin fully kicked off. Uh, Jeez, you're the Queenslander, mate, so you should probably know. I thought that 82 it started, 82, 83, so yeah, it would have been fresh. I thought it was on a round number, or well, not a round number, but uh, you know. Five or ten. It was eighty-two. Oh, there you go. Like I said, it's been a big week. <laughs> uh, last bit of news that we've got for this week is actually has something to do with you guys. So, Western Force, or is it the Western Force? I don't know. Is this a dolphin situation? Is delighted to announce Dynasty Sport as the club's new long-term official apparel partner through to 2025. The multi-year deal, which kicks off in October, will see Dynasty manufacture and supply Western Force's playing, training, and travel wear. As the official apparel partner, the agreement involves Dynasty outfitting the Super Rugby Pacific Super W Fortescue Academy players, coaches, and staff ensuring alignment throughout the organization. Yes. I like it because it was the uh, the last lot of gear before Nick got his greasy mitts on seemingly everything dynasty. Um, and it wasn't easy to get to where we've gotten to, but this stuff has turned out all quite well. So I'm looking forward to seeing how it's received. Um, very topical with what's happening in the world at the moment because they're heavily sponsored by Mining Corps, which I'm sure we might touch on if you guys haven't already. But, um, yeah, obviously 
Uh, I got a few messages last couple of days. My home state. Not the West Coast Eagles or anything, but it'll do for now. <laughs> you hear the excitement in his chicken wing breath. I was just going to say, I think, you know, Kit's done a great job on the on the training jerseys that have, that have been released so far, and people are whinging that there's no gold and black yet, but just wait. and um, Might be coming. Might. We'll see. Okay. This sounds exciting. The fans are demanding will Dynasty deliver? All 13 of them. All, all 13 Western Force fans. Wow. Yeah. What's wow. It more That's on probably, the field? Probably, probably more than uh, Eagles fans at the moment, right? Like, even though we're the shittest team, we've probably got three times the membership that the Brisbane Lions do. So, oh, See how quick it is, Nick? You, you, just, you just put a little bit of bait on that hook and he's straight onto it, isn't he? Tiny little jab. The funny thing is, I think it's actually accurate. Oh, no, I'd, I'd definitely believe you. Wasn't it? You were telling me that um, people just get Fremantle uh, memberships because they can't get West Coast ones, right? At one stage, there was a um, an 18-year waiting list. And in that those 18 years, you had to be on a paid membership uh, to be on the waiting list. So. so you're essentially paying for a spot in the line for someone to not renew. Yeah, so not quite three times, but West Coast has 103,000 members and the Brisbane Lions have just over 43. So uh, that's despite us being fucking putrid that we were this week. So uh, this year, I apologise. Optus Stadium would have helped with that too, right? Like more members, more seats, or was it not many more seats added? I think it was 20,000 more. Oh, okay. There you go. So what you're saying is that um, after the Gabba's redeveloped, we should see a spike in Lions members? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And they will come. And if they keep winning, who knows? <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's been a pretty poor patch. They've only been successful again, what, in the last four years? Other than that, it's probably been one, one good patch in the early 2000s. Depends if they so, can get Fags back. Yeah, we'll see. See what's happening there. Hey, talking AFL and talking diversity, I guess, to an extent, uh, Pride Round actually happened last weekend and we got to see all teams from the AFLW actually put forward a Pride Guernsey. Including the very naughty West Coast Eagles who were smashed last season for not bothering to, to wear a Pride Guernsey. That's right. Your tapping is coming through the um, recording kit. Just Mate, so I'm you know. struggling. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tap there's your foot. A, there's, there's nine baby chickens in, inside of me. <laughs> nine or two. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. So rather than go through all, rather than go through all of the uh, Pride Guernseys, because we do have a fair bit to talk about. Why don't we just go around the monitors and call out some of our favourites and probably comment on maybe some that might have missed the mark? Yep, we can. I'll go first. And, uh, I mean, gosh, it'd be rude of me not to mention what we went through on Saturday or Saturday, wouldn't it? Have you touched on... Uh, no, 
That's behind no. the curtain stuff. <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> so we caught up with the intention to film a podcast. We went to Nick's house, which is a, a lovely, uh, lovely place. But his office was very small, so he had three grown men crammed into this office. I would have thought uh, with the pool house, you would have had a fair bit more room, you know, mm. next to the guest's house. But anyway, we made it. it we up. tried to make it work. It's only, it's only a, a pool shared by 41 houses, but anyway. <laughs> Could have done it in the garage, but there was some uh, some massive artwork already being undertaken in there. So we were in the, the, uh, the office, and I don't know how long we tried for. And uh, it was just a nightmare. So we pulled the pin and said, we'll do it next week. Um, and here we are today. But moving on, my favourites. Um, and... who, who, who would have thought, just quickly, by the way, that actually getting in person and trying to record a podcast would have ended up being more difficult than recording the way we do over uh, the internet. But anyway, we've become accustomed this way, awkwardly exactly. enough. Uh, so, you know, you're talking to the godfather, godfather of pride here. I've uh, got a bit of history with this stuff, so I'm, I can comment. Uh, I, I actually, I like when the, the pride slash rainbow aspect's a little bit more abstract rather than just, you know, slapping a rainbow or, or a version of a rainbow on. So my favourite, uh, actually, Essendon. I think they've mm-hmm. got something cool going on there, which it, it kind of has an Indigenous feel, actually. but. It's uh, of course pride, and uh, but Richmond's probably my favourite. Um, I think what they've done is quite cool. It's just a, a colour flip of last year, but it still looks awesome. And um, yeah, I think there's a bit of a jump between the next ones, but Freo's is pretty cool given their purple colourway anyway. And um, Brisbane Lions would be awesome if it wasn't for that that goddamn line watermark that they insist on persisting with. So How that's my two cents. Go on, Nick. Yeah, I completely agree with Kit that the sort of more creative way of using the rainbow rather than just your straight lines across a jersey always look much better. So agree on, on Essendon and Richmond and I'd add in um uh, Carlton as well. I think they although it's subtle they've done a good job. It's it's quite a nice design there. Um and who was the other one? I think uh, Port, Port Port Adelaide, Adelaide could be could be a good one. Um, I'd drop the the chevrons off it and just keep the the fingerprint. They sort of compete a bit too much for me, but um, the the sort of rainbow fingerprint element on its own is a cool idea. Yeah, I'd probably put Port up there as one of my favourites. Do agree that they probably don't need the chevrons there. Kudos to them for not going what you know half of the other teams in the league have done and try and incorporate the flag into the chevrons uh i also like what the lions have done and that's just not my team bias there um it's it's nearly kind of softer coloring instead of that harsh coloring which i think is cool but yeah the the watermarks yeah pastel that's a great word for it but yeah the, the, the watermarks really hurt don't understand what west coast are doing with that i don't know is it like a nearly a layered i just think of like a layered biscuit or something like that you know it's just like a oreo is stacked on top of an oreo and on top of an oreo but um yeah that's i don't know about they're more like uh the suns or or hawthorne they're all a bit sort of where are you going with it yeah 
Uh, and probably with Geelong also, like, I think Geelong were in a good spot, but I would have liked to have just seen that rainbow effect maybe um, shifted around rather than it just be three hoops with the red through to the purple in the same place. I would have liked to have seen them, you know, staggered so it wasn't so consistent, if that makes sense. Like a across them all. manly jersey. Yeah, I have just noticed actually that those rainbow hoops aren't straight either. If you take a closer look, they actually loop in and over the the white and navy. Uh, so yeah, but anyway, all the others probably a little bit hit and miss. I know in our recording the other day, we were commenting on the North Melbourne one, but I actually think it looked a little bit better on the screen. I didn't watch the whole game, but I think I saw highlights on the AFL app the other day and yeah, thought it actually it didn't look as bad as what I thought in the photo. So, yes. Okay. Let's talk cricket now. Let's stick on same shape field. Jump over to the T20 World Cup cricket. Again, we probably won't go through all of them, but uh we'll include these in the episode description um and why don't we start with you this time nick yeah let's go the reverse order so um i'll start uh my favorite is uh (laughs) i actually quite like the uae one it's very flamboyant for the uae (laughs) it's like it's like a pink to sort of indigo uh gradienty graphic some purple tones in the middle there of course but um that's really groovy Really like that one. Um, I had to remind myself this was T20, right? Like when I started to go through them, oh, yeah, that's right. Bright colours, yeah. bold, bold, bright colours, logos. This is T20. Yeah. You can definitely see that yeah. come through with someone like South Africa with that sort of Rainbow Nation kind of flag underneath the collar and then bottom half of the jersey. Um, yeah, I have seen that one. I think the, the Bangladesh ones are an awesome graphic what they've done with the tonal sort of tiger and and leaves coming through. I, You know, it's a great piece of art. I'm not sure about the sort of the way the shirt looks as a shirt, but the art's great. Big fan of the England one. Uh, I think, you know, when you get to these bigger nations, you sort of see the level go up of um, some of the jersey designs. Castor hitting a, hitting a, a six. Six? They've done well on that one. Uh, and I saw Pakistan's one on field in a recent T20 series with New Zealand um, and their warm-ups, and they've sort of got this inky, dark teal with kind of a, a lime green um, on one of the versions of their jersey, and they actually look quite good compared to their normal green and, and yellow sort of look. So, yeah, if it was me, I'd definitely pick England out first. Classic New Zealand going out there and putting four stars on their Southern Cross. It's that's, so that's, like that's <laughs> it's weirdly positioned where it sort of crosses over some of the lines, isn't it? Who makes their gear? Canterbury. Yeah, okay, can't see the logo anywhere. Uh, Mason, what do you like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for someone who doesn't really follow a lot of cricket, can you guys explain to me why there's a need to have the team names or the the, the countries on the front of the shirts? 
it's only a um World Cup thing. Mm. They never do it in regular play. I don't know why that's a thing. Yeah, okay. It's weird. I've, you know, I've noticed it before, but I've never really questioned it. Um, is, some of the things... It, is yeah. it on the front of the English, England one? I'd say it will be for the actual tournament proper. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I actually do like the England one. Um, in, I was actually trying to look overall and kind of compare them collectively. And I, and I thought, well, England, and I think there was one other in this link that they were the only two that weren't like polos with actual collars. Um, I would have thought at the T20 space, they're probably not out there as long and don't need to, you know, they wouldn't be as interested in that. But I guess, you know, it's one of those things that kind of still sticks around. So all of them have collars there. Some are quite a horrendous, you know, collars, but I guess they do want the the big long ones that they can pop up, right? Mm. Um, India have the sort of half collar that doesn't fold over, but it's still a, a, t- a yeah. collar. Yeah. 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 I think that was the other one, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I didn't, I actually didn't mind Scotland's. I thought, you know, that I don't necessarily like that navy color combination in there, but those other um, purple tones was pretty cool. Well, interesting why they went with um, that purple color, but I guess Australia's gone with yellow and black, really, haven't they, with small green details? So uh, I similarly also like the, the tiger. On the is it the Bangladesh one? Yeah, I do wonder if it's going to get hidden when it when they're out on the field. How well, how prominent that's going to be. So I'd be keen to see that IRL. Um, yeah, but other than that, not really too much standing out for me. I'd probably yeah, Kit, probably same as you. The UAE one's probably my most preferred. That color combination really works. Ooh, pretty much mentioned everyone now. <laughs> oh, there you go. I need to stick to my own rules, don't I? Okay, well, let's then shift Ranger. over now to the, the other. By the way, you might have noticed I ducked off just for a second before. Oh, I, I did, but I didn't. <laughs> I was going to mention it, but go on then. Yeah, I just gave back one of the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Speaking of chickens, uh, we're moving on to the Rugby League World Cup jerseys now. Um, I think overall it's pretty good in the design realm uh why not just stick with what we've been doing and we'll each choose our three favorites so i'll go first because i haven't yet um my favorite is probably tonga and i think Tonga's made by dynasty um <laughs> neither, my, neither myself nor nick had anything to do with it but um yeah. compared to i don't know if you guys remember their previous jersey it was um had a big sort of flag and some I don't know, wavy patterns or something. I thought that was a little bit lacklustre. Um, I think this new one's awesome. Shows off the new Dynasty collar. And I'm not sure if you guys saw or not, but there's a training jersey they're wearing, which is shades of sort of blue and navy with gold trim. Yeah, That looks that really flipping nice. So um, kudos to the, the Kiwi design team. I think they've done really well there. And... Um, <clears throat> just the other two that I like is for some reason I really like the Italian one. Uh, I think it looks awesome. Might be New Balance who made it p- potentially. Yep. And um, and just the other one I liked was the French one was decent. Probably don't like it as much as you do, Nick. You tell yeah, us I'm, a, I'm a fan of the French one. Uh, just anytime there's sort of that grain fade effect, I... I always gravitate to it. Um, so I like how that sort of 
fades in and out around the seams there on the the chevrons. Um, I quite like the the Jamaican one just as a bit of point of difference. You know, Jamaica's always doing something fun with their their Olympic uniforms or or in this case rugby league, and it's different. It's not something you see every day in rugby league. So I quite like that one. And then when I originally saw the CAD of the Lebanon jersey, uh, I didn't mind that. I don't know about the side panels on field, but um well, the white stitching annoys me. Yeah, those those three probably. Everyone else is sort of what you'd expect. The the Kiwi Aussie and Fiji jerseys are Kiwi Aussie and Fiji jerseys, aren't they? Bit of a soft spot for the PNG one as well. Like not quite sure because those colours should be a little bit garish, but it it does look nice. I think they they pair it with black shorts. Maybe I could be wrong. Uh, but yep. it looks good on field, whatever colour shorts they are. I, I I dig the I dig the teams that have a couple of different jersey designs. Mason, I'm not sure if you saw the Tonga's got a, a white jersey, which is probably my favourite of the two. Trying to dig in and find the white one, but uh, I do like the the Tonga one. I yeah, the red one. I think that's probably my favourite out of all of them. A real mix of different suppliers, isn't there? Which is pretty cool to see. Probably. Yeah, I think I saw one of those graphs that go around the pie charts and it was just one, 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 rather than the FIFA World Cup where you sort of see Nike and Adidas dominate and then Puma come into it. And... Yep. The great versatility of suppliers. Another one I guess we should mention is um, Cook Islands. Yeah. Uh, that's just that's plenty of detail and, and sort of effort gone into that um again another one of those sort of pacifica patterns which always always look good so uh that's a cool one yeah i didn't actually love that one but i see it's getting a lot, lot of love online yeah mm. and thoughts on the... the uh australian numbering system kit oh yeah i'd rather not comment yeah all right <laughs> what are your thoughts on the fiji <laughs> the fijian neckline then we're not going to talk numbers this week. Uh, oh, mate, I'm more than happy to give my opinion on that. Uh, yeah, I don't actually like it. <laughs> I like the New Balance, uh, the New Balance Italian one, though. Um, gee, there is such variability in the the kits, isn't there? Lots of different colours, different fits. It's it's pretty cool. I guess that's That'd the be... good thing about having so many different suppliers is you get a different neckline and pattern every. Every jersey. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not like we're getting with the FIFA World Cup where it's the same designs on a template, just change of colours and small element changes. Yeah. Okay. Well, with nothing else to add, shall we move on? We shall. Let's go. So uh, let's shift over to the mailbag, hey? Um, and if you wanted to get in touch or offer any suggestions or offer comments or feedback on any of the topics that we have mentioned over our 32 or three episode existence. Uh, you can sending us an email at field at gmail.com or message comment or tag us by Instagram at field of design podcast. Uh, so we had a friend of the show, Alistair Lovelock reach out again, um, commenting on, our conversation, Nick, you and I, last week about the Brisbane Bandits branding. 
Uh, so Alistair shot through some uh, Google searches of some images of bandits and said, hey, guys, just listening to the latest podcast talking about the Brisbane Bandits logos. When the new set first came out, they felt overly generic. So I did a reverse image search and found said Google search images. Um, obviously, the bandit could have been repurposed by the original artist, but something seems a bit off to me. So, uh, yeah, I suppose if you're listening at home, if you do a, a search on bandits, what's what's the terminology that he's just put in here i think it's just bandits logo uh we get two or three very similar logos in there um merged together so perhaps a little bit more to that story that um than we originally thought and he also added on there the piping on the baseball jerseys that go down the buttons and around the neck is called head spoon piping so if kit was here i'm sure he would have been able to tell us last week but all good uh we put a poll out as well for news or news and lo and behold it's 50 50 baby so thank you to everyone who shared their thoughts uh i I thought i was off to a pretty good start with uh news but then news came back in and i think we we sat just uh even steven so i'm not taking that criticism any further well, you they should send your abuse to our fans, Dane. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I've got I've actually got some mailbag uh, a mailbag of my own. Just opening it up. Hey boys, love the podcast. Uh, blah blah blah. Kid is my favorite. Blah 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 blah. Saw you guys at the local squash court on the weekend. Just wondering what the results were and who won. <laughs> I think everybody had a chance of winning. Is that right? Everyone won at least once. Mm. If, I mean, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> is, this an anon- is this an anonymous uh, That's like asking. It's like asking who won the NRL grand, uh, premiership this year and you'd be like, oh, did everyone sort of won throughout the season, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm happy to protect... <laughs> To protect well the, done, uh, Kit. You're amazing at squash. Time. You're so good. Is that tooted enough? Did I blow the whole, it, blow the whole the horn time? Enough, the whole time. I'm not going to mention it in the podcast. No, I won't mention it in the podcast. Hey, did I no, mention no. it? No, it was. Sorry, let me bring up there. No. This is like me saying though. This is like me Miss... saying though. Oh, boys, let's go play laser tag and see who wins. I've only played squash like four times in my life. Yeah, and fucky wins the whole time. Oh, my wrist. And then I see, then you show me your laser tag videos and you're like holding the fucking, holding the gun up like this and stuff like that. How's your wrist then, mate? And I'd fucking flog you at laser tag too. Fuck, here we go. Let's go. One ounce, boy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I got one ounce by a duck last night. On my evening walk, this duck starts chasing me with his fucking beak open, having a go. I was like, where are these magpies at? And then this duck's chasing me. Fuck's sake. God, I've been pecked by so many magpies since I've moved to Brisbane. Swooped. <laughs> one got me on the nose like six weeks ago. Cut me from from one nostril to the other, and I was leaking blood. Eh? Ruthless. Swooping season, dangerous. Uh, so you're keeping your source to yourself. Who sent that in? Yeah, uh, Mrs. Lucive four four nine. 
Lucid, comma, kit. <laughs> we did actually get uh, someone reach out anonymously, preferred not to disclose themselves with some information on the NRL Dolphins uh, branding, which I think we commented on, geez, was it two or three weeks ago? Uh, so a lot of the initial decisions were rushed um, and made by the bid team. So a lot of those early calls, which I, I think we kind of expected, right? Like um, the NRL obviously came out and made their announcement and the, the Dolphins actually didn't appear prepared at all for the announcement. So they came out the next day and, and whipped something together. So I think that that bid team that was in, in the first instance, completely different department to the, the team that's, spearheading the branding now came up with a lot of the decisions uh, and the jersey and the the colors that they've come to now are internal so that that was all internal which was kind of as we expected so um i think uh, we had here that their supplier did actually have a multitude of design options available which were rejected and um, then it was instructed to an in-house designer to come up with the jersey that was selected and picked, um, preferred by the executives uh, at the team at the Dolphins. So we were uh, kind of on the mark a little bit as far as where we got to with the jersey and, and the designs and concepts. So uh, hopefully we weren't too rough on the designer last week, but obviously, yeah, as we said, it sounds all a little bit Mickey Mouse. They've um the the guy also mentioned the away is the reverse of the home, right? Yes. Uh, I can't. I don't think I disclose that. But since he has, um, I've seen it. It is very white and it is very gold, um, and uh, it is pretty shocking to be honest. Yeah. So that'll I'm sure that'll be out in due time, but. Fairly disappointed because I had some optimism that maybe they'd do something black-based or something a little cooler, but not to be the case. Do we um, know? Do you know the bottoms? The shorts? Uh, yes. They might be oh, shit. That's concerning because if it's to match the, the home shorts, then they'll be gold because the top half of the jersey is white and the bottom half is gold. Oh, so and, the chevron, and the chevrons are red in the away? I think so. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, not great, but yeah, I guess I guess if I'm going to be honest and like it's fun to hang shit on the the dolphins and Jesus will probably be doing it until they have some some success because people seem to love hanging shit on the Titans still to this day, but um the jersey's not actually that bad. Like if it was a a, a jersey off the shelf and some club down the road wore it. It's not a terrible jersey design from that point of view. Um, I guess what is disappointing is the snowball effect of all these mistakes, which Redcliffe seemed to continue to make. Um, and uh, I'm a big believer, and I think you guys are as well, that our job for these clubs is to bring as much as their identity and DNA into their jerseys and into their, you know, branding as possible. And it just seems like the jersey design they've landed on is so, you know, so disconnected to any of that tremendous Redcliffe, you know, history. Um, that's probably where I 
get most disappointed. Yeah, I didn't understand the placement of the chevrons. You know, I think it's going to be interesting to see what the forwards look like out there, and I'm not stereotyping in any sense, but, you know, bigger fellas, you know, hold themselves in certain ways and having those chevrons down down there where, you know, there's a lot of mass. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see actually how that displays on the field. Well, I mean, one thing I will say, seems you've brought up the chevrons, is it is good to see another chevron in the NRL and in rugby league because there's Most probably just... Needed. There's not enough. There's not enough. Nah. nah. Free, not enough. free the chevrons. I'm glad they've, the they've gone with that, that uh, rear design feature. Yeah, because if you're going to ignore all your club's history for the last uh, 70, 80 years or however long it is, um, and you've got a clean slate to work with, why not just bring in the, uh, you know, the most overused element of a rugby league jersey? Not overused in a bad sense, but... You know, rather than going to, for something you can own and something a little out there, let's just look quite similar to everybody else. An identity crisis, I think, is a fair assessment. And we, we spoke about the gold. And I, actually, we spoke about it a little bit when we caught up, didn't we? Because Nick's, for all the listeners at home, Nick's got a, quite an impressive um, jersey collection when he's not spending money on PlayStation 5s and whatnot. Most of his uh, income seems to go to you know, rugby jerseys and soccer shirts and whatnot. So he was showing us a few versions of where gold has gone right and where bronze has gone right. Um, And I'll direct it back to that Tonga blue training shirt that I mentioned that he's paired with some gold trim. It is proof that you can do gold correctly and that sort of lame pastel-y fucking sand vanilla coat colour that they landed with ain't it, fam. Nah, gold, that sort of sandy tan gold is is almost hard to get wrong. There's so many jerseys out there where it's done right that to get it that wrong is, is a little bit disappointing. I think you're right, though, Kip. The, the sort of, well, you're definitely right. The You want to bring out that sort of club identity and in, in what we do, but also you, you sort of hope they do something a bit different on, on the sort of special jerseys and, and allow you to go a bit more out there. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I mean, they've locked down a heritage at home and away. Um, maybe they'll bring in an, an alternate black jersey. They did a blackout jersey in the uh, in the lower grade. Mm. Obviously, they'll do an indigenous. Hopefully, they can do something decent for their for their Anzac. And I mean, who knows what else they'll do? There's there's some really cool uh, heritage stuff which hopefully they bring out in the the next few years. Is it that sort of 2017-18 era? 2019? <laughs> <laughs> Back when it was that, done right. Is that your favourite uh, Dolphins era? Yeah, I'll wank in the mirror, okay? What, is that what you want to fucking hear? <laughs> Do you have a rant, mate, that you wanted to throw out tonight? Or are you... Oh. You're going to no. throw out some chickens instead? I need to throw up some chickens, yeah. Okay. All right. Shout, shout out to the... Tonight? A joke? Yeah, Have well, let, let, joke? let me do the... You can do... You look for your joke. I'll do the closure. Okay. So uh, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you've liked what you heard, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, feel free to share the podcast with any of your uh, friends, family who are interested in the sports creative industry. 
Uh, don't forget to leave us a review and some stars on your preferred podcast app. One and a half. Let's see about Ooh, episodes weak. Kit's missed. So um, in, a, in a row. Weeks. So yeah, we'll have one and a half yeah. this week. Uh, big thank you to Nick for starting the episode with me. Big thank you to Kit for dropping in, saying good day. I missed three minutes, mate. Would have been half an hour, but Mason was stuffing around. <laughs> yeah, haven't you got a oh, soundboard? Can you give us something? Uh, yeah, okay. Hold wait, on. wait, wait. Give me some. Wait, wait, wait. React to the joke. <laughs> All right. And let me just say that this joke, I don't want to know whether you're going to cut it out until I listen back. Okay. <laughs> so when I listen back, I'll find out if this is too rude to be cut out. All right. Maybe censor it or beep it or do something funny. Okay, uh, okay. Okay. That's fucking horrible. It's like a cheese grater to my ears. Uh, I took an epic... Fuck. I took an epilec... Fuck. I'm... I'm... You butchered I, it. Yeah, I butchered it, but it's... You know the beauty is that I can just edit it so it doesn't sound like you butchered it? Nah, leave it in. <laughs> Look at his laughing going through the robot voice. <laughs> sounds like he's sounds like he swallowed a harmonica. <laughs> oh shit! All right, go on, speech impediment. All right, <clears throat> la 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 la. Oh, no. Mm. Let me let me do another one and you can choose which makes it, okay? Okay. Um, all right, ready? Oh, this might be too rude too. No, this is fine. Okay, ready? How do you get a... Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Um, okay. Is that any better? No. Fuck. No. All right. All right. <laughs> All right I got to go around. <laughs> this, okay. this is this is better. <laughs> is that not? Is that still? <laughs> Fuck. That's good. That's good. No. Nah. Nah, this one's. All right. How many? What are you on? Like... It's just rude jokes. Fifty. Yeah. Rude. Jokes. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, I got, I got. If this one isn't good, I got one after, which I think will will be okay. I got two after actually. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to ask you to. <laughs> now, this these are the two which I think will make it. So you can choose. This can be Patreon. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah if so if you want to hear these uh, censored jokes uh, subscribe to our Patreon (laughs) that's a good one shit ass (laughs) no this would be better I'll never forget my granddad's last words to me just before he died 
Are you still holding the ladder? <laughs> <laughs>